Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, it's raining here, and it's kind of raining on the inside of our <laughs> church, too. Uh, maybe it's snowing. I don't know. Maybe it's snowing in here. I don't know. It's kind of a wet snow. You know what I mean? Anyway, Merry Christmas. We're so happy that you're joining us today. We have our Christmas program today from the children to the teenagers to my family. You know, um, there's one thing I've always told my children, and this is the absolute truth. I am the most peaceful, the most happiest when all my chickadees are under my roof. When they're all there, I sleep well, I'm happy, and they're all here. Bentley and Alicia and Kiera came in from Ohio. Sean and Rachel and Island came in from Kansas. Then Leslie Ann and her crew, Enzo and Paris and Scarlett are here. And so I'm very, very happy. Very happy today because it's going to be a fun weekend. We have a lot going on with our family. I hope that you're going to enjoy your families this weekend too. Um, but anyway, have a very Merry Christmas. Um, I think it's so important that we do remember Jesus during this time. Um, that is the reason that we do celebrate Christmas. And so uh, we want to just worship him today and love on Jesus today. So let's stand, let's pray, let's get our service going today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can come humbly here today and just to praise and to worship you on this Christmas Eve day. And Lord, I thank you for bringing the people in that you did. I thank you that there might be some that are traveling, that you give them traveling mercies. And Lord, if there's anybody that's not feeling well, if they're sick, just heal them right now in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you bless this service, that it will be pleasing to your ears, and that you will say, well done, my good and faithful servants. I enjoyed hearing your songs. Lord, we love you today. We worship you this weekend. We say you are the reason for the season. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you may be seated. All right, well, I guess it's time for offering. I guess you want to make that other announcement first real quick? I can. Okay, good morning, lovely people in red and green and black. Santa Claus colors. Well, I have an announcement here. Uh, we are going to be doing a can opener deliverance class. It's the class that we've done many times, except this is going to be at the Episcopal. There's a three-bit word. Episcopal Church of the Epiphany in Richardson, Texas, and it's um, February 24th. So it's quite a ways away, but if you want to attend or know someone that wants to come and learn about these things, take one of the flyers up on the desk in the front, or if you're online and want to come, you're welcome to join. It's for everybody in the back tells you the itinerary. And so now it's time for offering, so make your checks and credit cards out to Spirit of Prophecy Church, and we do a double offering here, so one for the church. I think it's listed on the buckets there, and one for Honduras, and actually it's uh, Malaysia, Leslie, and Singapore. Yeah, Malaysia and Singapore. So Leslie and Tamara are going with Pastor Massey to preach and teach and train and equip, and uh, you can support them, and you can support our church. So this is the Christmas season, which is the giving season. And if you sow finances, you will reap finances. If you sow love, you'll reap love. If you sow healing, you will reap healing. Right now we're sowing finances. And so that's what you're going to reap. Press down, shake it together, return back to you, running over more than you can contain. Amen? Yes, if you will bend down there, because you're closer. <laughs> Lord, 
We ask you to receive this. I know it was given with a cheerful heart. And so accept it and bless it back 30, 60, 100 fold to those who sowed. Finances, what they sow, they will reap. Your word cannot be broken. It's still true. It operates that way. So bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to give. For you are worthy. You are worthy. You are so, so worthy. We thank you for this opportunity. I agree with everything that Pastor Lewis prayed. And we receive your blessings upon this giving. Multiplication in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And now it's time for praise and worship.
chosen me now to carry your sound. I am waiting in a silent prayer. I am frightened by the Lord I bear in a world as cold as stone. Must I walk this path alone? Be with me now. Be
happy that a stable so small could somehow contain enough room for us all. It's a story that turned the whole world upside down, giving birth to a kingdom where lost hopes are found. It might sound too wonderful, too good to be. I think I feel hope being born in me. that a poor peasant girl was chosen to mother the king of the world and there in that moment the tiniest spark grew into the flame that erases the dark it might sound too wonderful too good to be first breath could be the beginning of conquering death the lowly are lifted and given a voice now they sing with the angels rejoice it might sound too
Dance for all my children. I wish I could say that my children took after their mom to sing, but I don't know, Leslie, and you say I sing okay, right? Okay. Anyway, uh, Pastor Stan is uh, not feeling good today, so he's actually watching online right now. And he texted me, and he says, this looks really good. It sounds amazing. Tell them it's amazing. Tell them they sound great. Tell them they look sound so professional. So there you go. He's really liking it. And the little children, did they not do great? Yeah. Yes. So pleased with everybody. So pleased. Anyway, come on up here, Pastor Lou. Pastor Lou's going to bring our message this morning. I don't know, do you need to adjust that a little bit, or is it okay? Oh, it's catching it. Okay. <laughs> we got a rain bucket here. Thank you. There Good we go. Good job. All right. Um, anyway, welcome, everybody. Glad that you're here. Uh, you know, it's, it's a light crew because it's Christmas Eve, but we are glad that you're here. So, Pastor Lou, he only had a few moments to grab this message but you know it's one that we all know so i know that he has a special message for us today that we'll all be um moved by and reminded about some things so lord i just ask for your anointing to come upon him i know that it's already there but we just ask for a fresh and filling the holy spirit and just that we would have ears to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying and that we also all have remembrance of why this this message is so important to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Leslie just gave me a confirmation because I do have, this is a reminder. It's a reminder. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, uh, you read the own slide. I'm not going to read it. Christmas season. We wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm a dog guy, so I think that's an upside-down cat. <laughs> Merry Christ Mass. We put Christ in Christmas. Amen? I don't remember where it was at, but, oh, it was at the print shop getting my flyers and they go happy holidays I'm thinking well it's really about Jesus but the PC crowd doesn't want to say Christ or Jesus so happy holidays well I say Merry Christ Mass in fact I might say Merry Jesus Christ Mass I encourage you all to start saying Merry Jesus Christ Mass. 
is there are a lot of gods out there. Um, just so you know, on my short list today, I'm not supposed to say the D word. If you know the things that I talk about, uh, you'll know what the D word is. So, Mary, Jesus, Christ, Mass is the season. What is the reason for the season? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, so why don't we put that in? You know, so we know whose God we're talking about. Because some people think their God and Jesus is the same God, but not so. No, he stands alone. So the season, the opportunity of this season is to confess Jesus Christ. Amen? Hey, we got a we got a lively crowd here today. It's not the reindeer. It's a reminder. Don't forget. What do you do if uh, you know? When I was a kid, mom would say, "Put a string on your finger." You know, I forgot, mom. Oh, I'll put a string on your finger. You ever heard that? Yeah. Uh, okay, it's a tradition handed down. So, get your string, put it on your finger. Okay, well, let's have some scriptures so we can say we had church, right? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew 10, 32 and 33. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. We're supposed to be confessing Jesus Christ before men. That doesn't mean we ram it down their neck, right, and make them choke. <coughs> And, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. So we want to put a little sugar on it if they're not on the same page so that they can accept it, right? Because we know the medicine goes down easier with a spoonful of sugar, right? And God's word is medicine. Is Jesus Christ your Lord? Yeah, well then I think we should confess him. I'll give you a little quick testimony. We went to uh, lunch after church about a month ago to Dasami's in Richardson, Texas, which is a Mediterranean uh, cafe, and it's tasty. I like it. Good, healthy food, right, Suni? (laughs) Light on the sugar. She's trying to keep me alive. You know, no sweets. Okay, so I'm praying for the food. I just stand up and I say, bless the food, break off sickness, curse, and disease, sanctified, health, clean, and wholesome to our body, and break off food sacrificed idols because the people that run the place are Muslims. And so I'm not praying to their God. I'm praying to my God. And then I say, in Jesus' name, amen. And I said it loud. And people can hear me. And one Chinese lady walked behind me and she goes, Amen. And I said, Are you a Christian? And she said, Yes, I am. I go, Well, you know, we are too. So I'm not uh, ashamed to pray over my food in public and let people know I serve Jesus. And, you know, I don't uh, bow down and see if anybody's checking me out. I don't care. You know, it's still a free country, right? So far. Is Jesus Christ your Lord? Amen. Yes. Take it from me. Soon he says, Pastor Lou, be humble. <laughs> Amen. This is a good season. All, all day, it's, every day is a good day to be humble. Is Jesus Christ your Lord? Amen. Worship him. Worship him. Come on. Amen. Amen. Is Jesus Christ your Lord? Yes. Be a witness. And you can be a witness many ways. You can be a silent witness. But you want to be a witness in such a way that if you're not noisy like I am, that people will come up and say, what's different about you? And you can thank you for asking. Now I can tell them about my Lord Jesus. Amen? Amen. It's Jesus is different. So you can be a witness, and is Jesus Christ your Lord? Yes. You should have a testimony, and you should be telling people about your testimony. You know, everybody has a different story, but everybody has a story, right? Yes. 
Yes. And the story is, how did you get saved? How did Jesus, how did you meet Jesus? You know, some of them are really awesome, supernatural, like Sunnis and Leslies and other people that I don't know about. Um, mine was rather bland compared to them, but I still met God. Amen. So we should have a testimony and be able to tell people about our king. Amen? Amen. Okay. Check this out. No such thing. You know what that is? The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. He's got the Jesus shirt on and the Bible. There's a lot of the Lone Rangers out there. Don't fly very good. See, there's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. We're meant for community, like come together. Forsake not the gathering of yourselves together as we see the day approaching. That means come to church. And I tell a lot of people to come to church. They go, the church is not a building. Oh, really? I would have never known. You know, how stupid. You know, we come to church because we're the body of Christ. If you are a Christian, you're a part of the body. And if a part of the body is missing, you're not healthy. Right? right? We need to come together. We're supposed to come together. You cannot do the Christian life alone. Well, you can. But you know what I found? It don't work very good. You know, I keep telling you guys, the animal planet, when the enemy comes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he devour, who he may devour, the lion cuts out the weak one, or the baby, the little one that can't defend himself, or the old one. They pick, you know, you don't pick on his own size. If he can cut you out of the herd, lunchtime. You know, you don't go very far as a Christian by yourself. You need to come together. Okay, what, what am I going to say here, you people that have heard me? Come on, somebody say. Stick together. Stick together. See, Christians are like bananas. If you leave the bunch, you're going to get peeled. Don't get peeled. Come to church. Stick together. You know, if you, if you can't come to church, phone call, you know, phone call to your prayer partner, not Pastor Lou. It happens a lot. No problem. I like praying for my friends. But don't everybody call me. You should have an accountability partner, a prayer partner. Because, you know, having church on one day a week isn't enough. You're a Christian every day, right? 24-7, 360. So I'm telling you, this isn't nothing new for you guys. Uh, there's no secret agent Christian. See, there's, they got the Bible. We're going with Jesus all by herself. You know, the enemy's going to pick this one off. There's no such thing. Are we in agreement? Yes. We're stronger together. Even the scripture says that. One can chase a thousand. Two can chase. Okay, doesn't that? There's a little math there that seems to increase when we come together. It's called the corporate anointing. Amen? Amen. Okay, look at this. This is going, are you a Christian? Yes, but no need to yell it. That's how a lot of Christians I see today are. They're ashamed to tell anybody they're a Christian because it's politically correct to beat up on Christians. I'm sick of it. You know, we, it's America. We're free, right? Now, Tony says, no, we're not free. Yeah, I know. But it's not against the law to be a Christian. Not yet. So don't be, don't, don't go with the flow. Suni told me, she, you know, she comes up with some good wisdom every once in a while. Wisdom speaks. She said this morning in the kitchen, it makes a difference who you hang out with because it's who you are going to become like. You know, and my mom used to say, birds of a feather flock together. If they're all jumping off the cliff, you're going to follow them? I go, no. But you know what? I did follow a lot of those idiots. And, uh, and Jesus had to save me. <sighs> what else was it that you said? She said something really important I was just going to say. See, I'm a man. Yeah. No need to yell it. Don't be ashamed of Jesus. 
Okay, let's look at this scripture that we were just talking about, 2 Corinthians 4, 1 and 2. Therefore, seeing as we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. So what do I want to say about this? Uh, a lot of people call for prayer, and they're, oh, I'm Pastor Lou, I'm so tired of fighting. Well, get over it. Yeah. This is the end of the year, and we're going into 2024. So, you know, if you're tired of fighting, you know, man up or girl up or kid up, you know, get ready because you're still a soldier for Christ. And soldiers walk to the battlefield and go to the front line, and, and they, you know, they pull their weapon and they fight. So, you know, if you're tired of uh, fighting, you might as well just say, God, take me home. And a lot of people do. That's a sinful attitude, I might add, because we're soldiers. We're supposed to fight. Uh, even the scripture says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up again. Or a righteous girl or a righteous kid, right? We get up and fight again. Yeah, well, you know, I take a lot of hits. You know, they hurt. They still hurt. Even Pastor Lou. You pull out this, the dart and you, you pray for healing and, and you get your head on straight. You do the thing that uh, positive mental attitude, you get the check up from the neck up. You know, sometimes soon he has to... You know, slap me around a little bit and say, you know, bad attitude. Right, Sunni? No comment. That was a good place to say amen. We're supposed to not faint. You know, but we, yeah, we get tired. Sure we do. But 2024, I'm telling you, get your sword out, sharpen it, come together, stick together. We can pray for each other. We can fellowship with each other. We can fight and we can, we can win this thing. We can do the Christian life. Amen. Verse 2, but having renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. So, renouncing means we break contracts with the enemy. And I know, I hear it all the time, I didn't agree with the enemy. Well, when the scripture says, when good men do nothing, evil flourishes. So, you don't have to agree with the enemy. You just have to set back and watch the world go by, and hell's going to come to your home. Hell's going to come to your job. It's going to come to your family. You can't just, you know, this isn't Bible, but Confucius say, man who is coasting, he going downhill. You can't, there's no neutral ground in the kingdom. You're either advancing or you're going backwards. So 2024 is right around the corner. Where are you going to go? Are you going to fight and win or are you going to go backwards? You know, even if you're, you're walking on the narrow line, if you take one step off, you just went further from God. I don't think anybody wants to do that. You don't have to be way over here. You just have to one step off, you've compromised. Hello? Yeah, we can't step off. You, Pastor Stan says, you've endured sound doctrine, so you don't have to. I think he says, um, because you've endured sound doctrine, something like this, I'm paraphrasing, you don't have to go through all the trouble. But you know what? We're going to go through some trouble. You know, even though we have endured sound doctrine, you know, we don't have to have the end times, which I believe we're in. We don't have to have the rapture, which, or the rapture. Oh, forgive me, Lord. <laughs> the tribulation. We don't have to have that. You know what? We could just have no electricity for three weeks and all hell would break loose in our land. So any, uh, we could, we could uh, we've been talking about the dollar falling. We just have... 30% drop, it's already in high inflation, but what if it dropped 30% like they're prophesying in one day? We could have trouble in this land. So, you know, just because you endured sound doctrine don't mean you're not going to have hard times and persecution. So back to this, renouncing hidden things. You got secret <laughs> sin in your life? Clean it up. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Clean it up. Stop doing those things. Nobody sees. Nobody knows. God sees. He knows. So is the devil. In the spirit world, you're being watched. God is watching. The enemy is watching. The enemy is going to come and accuse you. If you got, and even if you're not doing anything wrong, he's still going to come and accuse you. Because that's what he does. That's his M.O. Hidden things, not walking in craftiness. What craftiness? Witchcraft. Craftiness. A lot of witchcraft in America. It's not like, uh, you know, Cambodia or Honduras or Africa, but, you know, we don't see witch doctors in huts and stuff like that. But you know what? You drive down the street and you see the, the hand 
neon sign that says psychic. They got one right out in Rockwall, right out in my neighborhood. They got had a Buddhist temple out in the middle of a cornfield in my neighborhood. They got idols. They got witches, warlocks, craft, witchcraft. How do you like that, Sunni? I didn't use the B word. <laughs> but by manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So, you know, when we talk about manifestation, we usually are talking about the D word. But you know what? The Holy Ghost can manifest. We can manifest the power of God. We can manifest answered prayer. That's a good thing, right? We can manifest God's presence, God's kingdom. We can lay hold of his promises and see miracles. And there are people in this room right now that need miracles in their home. And um, I'm one of them. Amen. So who are you going to call? Don't call the witch doctor. Better call on Jesus. Here we go. What does um, commending mean? Uh, Joe Blow Pigeon here talking to uh, Theologian Pigeon. Favorable. Commendable is favorable. Or commit. Don't we... I, I I say Christians need to commit. You know, take a stand. Amen. Take a stand. What 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 do you tell me, Sunni? Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, this is the Christmas message. Christmas message. This is the reason we have to become Christians and talk about Jesus is Christmas. But you need to have some ground rules. I'm just laying out ground rules here. I'm going to, I, Sunni, I have scriptures about Christmas in here. I do. Jesus Christ Mass is a reminder to come out and be known as a follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. This is the time. Be known. Don't be ashamed. Don't hide. I'm my fan club. Cheers. Cheers. Are you a follower of Jesus? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, there's me, Sunni, and our family, and there's you and your wife and your family and your kids. That's us following the king, the shepherd. Wise men still seek him. Wise women still seek him. Wise children still seek him. Amen. <laughs> okay. Let's look at some more Christmas. This, uh, I'm actually being nice today. We know whose birthday this is and whose birthday this isn't at this time of year. Matthew 2, 9 through 11. And when they heard the king, this is King Herod, he said, show me where the child is. I want to meet him. You know, I want to cut his head off. That's what. So the wise men, they departed and they said, look the star, which they saw in the east. That's this direction. Went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. This is not. The young baby Jesus, born, you know, just born. The little tiny baby. This is a young child. Okay, this is not biblical. The three wise men standing over the baby. Not biblical. This is not biblical. He's not in, yes, he was born in a manger in the sheep trough. And that was when he was born. But this scripture says where the young child was. Here's a picture of where the young, see, he's not a baby. That's when the wise men came, not what you've been told. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And we can rejoice for our king too. Amen? 11, and when they were come into the house, not the barn, not the manger, they came into the house. They saw the young child with Mary and his mother and fell down and worshipped him. That's the reason for the season is for us to recognize Jesus is king, and we can fall down and worship him. So, as Leslie says, some of these prophets on YouTube, oh, I drank coffee with Jesus. I played cards with Jesus. No, you are talking with a D. Because when you really experience Jesus in his presence, you fall down and worship because of the fear of the Lord and because the presence of God... He, you know, the, the, the smoke came in the temple. They couldn't, they couldn't worship. They, they hit the floor because of the presence of God. This is what we should be doing in the prayer closet, 
falling down before the king and worshiping him. Here we go. This is scripture. They bowed down before the young child, not baby Jesus. This was, you know, he's two, three years old. He's not a baby anymore. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts. And there you see what they gave him. You know, in Leviticus, the book that no one likes to read or understand, it talks about when you have a holy, solemn uh, assembly, a congregation comes together, don't come empty-handed. So when you expire and become room temperature and go to heaven, don't you want to have some rewards to give to the king, some gifts like many crowns to throw at his feet? You know, don't go to heaven empty-handed. That means once you say, Jesus, come into my heart, you need to have some works so you can get some crowns to toss at the king's feet when you go to your eternal home. Amen? Amen. Here's a picture of worship. The uh, elders are bowing before the king. This is a picture of what we're supposed to be doing. And then we take our crowns and we say... Worthy as a lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, glory, and honor. This is what happens when the presence of God comes upon you. Also, John four twenty four, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I'm being nice, Sunni. So nice. So nice today. We love you. <laughs> Merry Jesus Christmas. Revelation 19.4. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen. Alleluia. How, how is it you worship God? Well, Apostle Stan, he tells you what he does in his prayer closet. But uh, Jeanette Strauss, who has a flag ministry says the highest praise is to repeat the word of God back to the king. And, and Apostle Stan does that, and I do that too. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou king of saints. We are repeating his word back. It's the highest praise. Amen. Amen. How do you worship God? This is the way. In the season, Jesus Christ mass, bow down and worship him. In 2024, if you've backslidden or you just want to get closer to the Lord... Remember these things, you know, you're going to tie a string on your finger to remind yourself we're in a war, we're in a battle, and we want to fight and win, right? Worship is a way to open the door so that you can become a winner in the kingdom of heaven. Submit your total life to him. That means all your strength, all your will, your mind, and your heart, especially your heart. Prophet Sunni is always talking to me. Why did you do that? What's in your heart? Well, you know, we need to examine ourselves. We need to examine ourselves so that the Lord doesn't have to chasten those whom he loves. If we chasten ourselves, it's much easier than if the Holy Ghost is saying, Hey, dude, you messed up. You got to repent. Go apologize. Make it right. You get a do-over. You know, we need to do some do-overs, don't we? So this is the season to think about these things because 24, 2024 is right around the corner and we've got to get ready because the enemy is coming at us with both barrels blazing. And I'm not afraid of the enemy. i got both barrels. i got a two-edged sword. I'm going to take his head off. And, uh, you know, give me your best shot. My God. You know, Psalm 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We don't have to be afraid of the enemy. We do need to fear God, though, but not the enemy. Yeah, he's supernatural, he's strong, he's mighty, but the guy that walks with me is much more powerful. And when you're in the valley, I just felt that. When you're in the valley of the shadow of death, don't stop. Keep moving because you will get to the end. And that's where your blessing is at. you got to get through the valley. So if you're in the valley and all hell is on your shoulders, keep going. And you'll get your blessing. 
Well, I'm assuming everyone here is saved, but if you have not known this king that I'm talking about, it's this simple. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I give you my heart. Be my Lord, not just my Savior. Yes, he'll save you, he'll heal you, he'll deliver you, but give him control of your life. Serve him, bow down and worship him, and and let him start driving your life, and you will see that your life will be, you know, people go, "I, I don't know what God wants me to do. Well, if you'll do these things, it will become clear. The Lord will say, you know, do this. You don't have to be up here in a pulpit. You can be uh, serving God in a business or in your family. Moms, you got a call on your life to raise your kids. Dad, you got a call on your life to teach them the word of God. So you don't have to be in the pulpit. In fact, it's more important to do these things in your home and your job than it is, you know, the Sunday message. But we still want you to come training and equipping so you can go back out and win. Amen? So, if you need to be saved, say, Jesus, come into my heart and have a Merry Jesus Christ Mass. Like, share, and subscribe. And now, a time of anointed worship. Let's stand up and let's praise our great and mighty God. Amen. Merry Christmas, everyone. Christmas. (laughs) And we just want to bring joy to you and your family this time of year and share this song with you to take home and praise his great and mighty name. Go ahead. Of his love and wonders, wonders, wonders. 
Merry Christmas, and there's one service next Sunday starting at 10.30. Please arrive at 10. <laughs>